How I'm walking is how I'm talking. Come shine and opine with Bushrod. Come shine and opine with Bushrod on the Bushrod Music Radio Podcast Show. gentlemen you have been listening to music by kk the drummer and now coming to the mic 
for the Bushrod Music Radio Artist Behind the Music podcast series is KK the Drummer. Uh, tonight, KK, I just want to welcome you to another episode of the Bushrod Music Radio podcast series and say to our listeners that you have been a contributor, a music contributor for a while now, at least uh, it seems like it's over six months. And looking back over our uh, programming, we have about four songs that we have in rotation for you that play in our smooth jazz series. So we just want to get get to know you a little bit better and give you an opportunity to share with our listeners uh, about how some of these songs came about. What do you think about that? Well, I appreciate that. Um, well, a lot of the songs came up for me is uh, I go by the vibe and I go by the feeling of what I feel dealing with family situations. So a yes. lot of the songs I've done is is it's words to it, but I have not expressed it. So I put it in music, you know, about a lot of situations I dealt with with family. So, you know, that's what that really, that album going back to the past and talking about, you know, things I've been through in the past and things in my life with the past. So it's really in the music. And if you paid attention to the music and you feel that vibe, you will hear the words on your own. Well, I can relate to that because given the title, of at least two of them, uh, to my mom is one of the songs uh, yes. title, and another one is family. So yes. I can I can relate I can relate to that man. Uh, yes. You I've had a chance to kind of Google you and look over some of your your biographical stuff, and I learned man that. You've been playing music for a long time, over 30 years now, right? Yes, sir. 30 years. I've been doing it and still kicking. Strong, stronger. <laughs> and people oh, like that, that giving me the blessing that even make me want to go hard and hard on it. Well, it's our benefit. It's our benefit. Me personally, being an avid fan of yours, and I just want to say to you, you know, thanks for shouting us out when you when you tune into the radio station, and and you know I've even noticed that you you mentioned some of the some of the music that you've really liked and uh, and and how you enjoy the program, and and I found out too through looking over <laughs> some of your history, you know, some of your influences, you know, Stevie Wonder, uh, pe people like that. Uh, some of the neo soul artists uh, who who have met, you know have been inspirations to you James Brown uh, Jill Scott Kenny G and you know you being you being a drummer <clears throat> you know that that that's uh, that's really influential. Uh, well, um, not to cut you up, but my uncles they was also influenced to me too. My uncle Wilbert that made the song Kansas City. And which people don't know that my father was a drummer also on that album. Um, he signed with uh, Motown as Lenny Curtis. Um, that was his name in Motown. And uh, my father's side, majority of them are in the music business as um, brass instrument players. Uh, John P. Key is my cousin. Um, you know, so you can see the family, like my uncle Deb and all of them, they are in that, I mean, just it's, it's in me, and I really appreciate what God has blessed me with in my life to, you know, to get a chance to see things that I need to see in life, you know. And the music is something that was really beautiful that came out, give you the whole strong expression. Well, you come from a musical family, like a lot of artists that that I've come to know uh, doing the podcast, and you know, being being introduced to music at an earlier. Uh, age, it's just a natural progression, I think. Uh, I think you came up with some with some experience too in a uh, like high school band, drum and bugle corps, that kind of thing. 
Yes, I was um actually with the uh New York Classics. Um that was a church uh marching band. That's when my cousin Harold Bay Taylor taught me how to play the snare drum. And then okay. um, IS229 in the Bronx. Um they was looking for people to start up um to get into the New York Lance DCI Junior Corps. And I was selected to play Rotor Toms. <laughs> but they Rotor told me toms. to get on Yes, they told me to get on snare. Uh, it's a it's an older instrument you see people play back in the days. It looked like tom toms or like a rim. Yeah, I'm familiar you with tom toms. Yeah. yeah. What's the rotor tom? The rotor tom is the one that that looked just like it. Um, but they you spin it around to tune it. You can use the key, but you still got to spin it around to tune it. I see. I see. Kent's the name from the rotation you have to do to yeah. tune. <laughs> Gotcha. Makes sense. Makes sense. Oh man, that that's, rotor, a... that's one ahead. of the beautiful things on that. I'm sorry, but that's one of the beautiful things about a rotor tom because not just you spin it around and change the tone of it, but you can still use the drum key, and uh, you can still tune it up with the drum key. And it, a lot of uh, drummers back in the days used to wear, um, listen, play that like Van Halen drummer. He used to have a whole drum set full of rotor toms. Right. Right. Well, man, I know that uh, everything has changed over the last year or so with the, the health situation nationwide. You know, you know, right. it's as far as your introduction goes. Tell us what what you've been doing lately musically and, uh, you know, just to kind of get back into things. Well, musically, I have been doing nothing but uh being in the studio recording, um, working on the soundtrack for the, the label I'm on. They're doing a movie um, about skating and basketball. And so I've been working on that because we've been kind of hurt a little bit with the coronavirus. It kind of like put up people in, you know, in a hard way. So all the musicians that want to cancel out, and they tell you can do the gig and cancel out. But I have some gigs coming up in, um, October in the end of October in um, New York and Brooklyn. Okay, okay, that was going to be one of my my questions too. You know, in terms <laughs> of where are you based out of right now? So you're up on the East Coast right now. Yes, I'm out the boogie down Bronx. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm from the home of hip hop. I was raised up in River. Cool Herc was across the highway in 1520, and my brother was DJing in Cedar Park with him and DJ Ice. Um, that's where a lot of stuff in the music just for me to just hear the music that was just back in the days. Like one of my favorite songs was uh, Super Sperm. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, that was one of the joints, just like I told you, super. You know, that that beat was boom, chicka, chicka, boom, chicka, chicka. I used to sit there and be like, man, man, that dude on the drums is it's just so funky. And then when you hear James Brown, it's like, you know, it's so funky, the groove, man. And that's what got me, you know, is that groove that just got it. And then, you know, just to realize that playing with other people in the music industry, you know, in the game, you know, yeah. it's different yeah. when you're doing your own thing because you get to express your own feelings in your own music. Then you're sitting around and playing with somebody and you have to be a robot. Exactly. And uh, I'm sure coming up in that in that environment you got some experience you know with with rap and djing as well it's, it's... yes sir i was a dj uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. i don't think i told you that one <laughs> no 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 I've, I've read a little bit about about that and, and the beatbox stuff and and uh Freestyle and rap. I I, I, did, I didn't envision you doing rap. I could see you doing some DJing because I know your familiarity with a lot of music from back in the day. I, I could see you being a DJ. I was nice with the lyrics because uh, uh, I actually battled Black Rob before he became Black Rob. He was called Robbio. Really? Uh, yeah, his cousin Levo and Brian used to run into the towers. And he was from Harlem. He said, who's the best rapper out here? You know, everybody was rapping. And he said, KK. And we was in the building, in my building, Building 10. And 
we battled for four hours straight. Wow. But I ain't going to tell you who won because I wanted to become his DJ. So I ain't going to tell you who won. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. 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 You had to hold back, sounds like. Yeah, make sure you got that gig. Yeah. But, exactly. I, I can relate to that, too. Yeah, man, coming up in that environment, you uh, you've really had some some experience with the hip hop game. Yes, sir. L- listen, that I grew up in, we had new addiction used to come over there in that area. We had Frank that used to be in um, coming to America. He was actually a police officer. I actually seen him in Boomerang. He's the guy when Eddie Murphy said, "Hey, um, I body fine." He said, "Take your food." That's him. Uh huh. Uh huh. And we had Lamont from um, Fred Sanford. His grandmother lived in Building 40. Dwayne Nelson, his grandmother lived in Building 20. So we had a bunch of celebrities used to come there and the towers. So we was automatically, you know, already, because the school we went to, CIS 229, it was nothing but talent, you know? And a lot of people didn't know before Rashad Patterson became who he was, we was on the same band called Infinities. And we mm. did a concourse and was in a talent show and came in place. And then he wound up going into Kids Incorporated because his cousin came to Building 40 and came and got him. Kim Man, yet you ever think about, uh, you know, doing any, any rapping or spoken word to the music that you're producing now? Well, you know, honestly, um, a lot of people ask me to sing, and they ask me uh, to write. Cause I do ghostwrite too, so I'd rather mm-hmm. not go into the rap game. But if I have to do some lyrics, yeah, I will come out. And uh, I'm still in that style, like uh, rapping. Like if you hear like Jada Kiss, uh, um, they style of rapping, Big L. You know the people back. Then, I still have that old school style of rapping. Right, but I can right. I can deal with the young crowd because I can you know I can flip one of two because I did write a couple of songs for some people I'd rather not say the name, being a ghostwriter, but I do. I write got you. Songs. I got you. you no, know, so <laughs> I did yeah. my thing out there, and I still can rock now. <laughs> oh, I bet, I bet. I know there's a there's a versus TV uh, thing coming up soon with two old school uh, rappers that are supposed to. To battle, and uh, I think I sent you an invite maybe once or twice before on those versus battles. But if it's coming up in a week or so, and, and if if you're interested, I'll send you the the uh, the link to it when it's going on again, because mm-hmm. some of those some of those cats you probably are really familiar with. But are you uh, talking about Big Patty Kane and, and Chaos Wood? Yes, yes. Now, now, now. I got to say this, and I'm going to say this. I really think that Big Daddy Kane should have battled LL Cool J. And Karis yeah, One should have went right. against Rakim. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because the, the reason why I say that, the styles is just, you know, with this versus, you know, what we need now is to re-educate and listen to Chaos One will help to re-educate the youth again. Rakim would really Chaos One to educate the youth again because the words that they were saying back in the days, they were speaking about something. They had a point. They had a view. They had a thought. But they needed to tell the people, this is what we need to do. Like Chaos One song, you must learn. You gotta learn. I'm gonna represent the South Bronx, but I love Big Daddy King because I used to hang in Brooklyn. And I kept telling people that brother right there, if he ever freestyle, don't sleep on it because remind you that brother was a battle rapper. Don't mm-hmm. sleep on the cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you no know, half step. <laughs> yeah, you know, probably people like LL, man, they probably couldn't pay him enough to do it. Uh, he would have had to just, you know, do it as a as a gimme. But uh right. A, a lot of the commercialism stuff, you know, stops the matches from being uh, what they ought to be in terms of, you know, who's battling. 
but you're right, man. LL Cool J would have been would have been something up against uh, Big Daddy Kane. Yes, sir. Because that's the old school. That's that's the that's the origin of rap. Those guys. Right. They both real about origins. <laughs> well, there's so so much social consciousness in music back then in general, man. Even even the R B and soul was right. socially conscious uh, lyrics. Instead of all of this repetitive stuff that we have in the game today, you know, you, you say two or three lines over and over again and for two minutes and the song is over. That's, you know, the kind of production work we're getting today. You know what I asked this young guy? I said, uh, do you know who Jill Scott Heron is? He said, no, who's that? I said, you should take time and Google it. Listen wow. to the lyrics where he's speaking. Because if you want to talk about rap, that brother was rapping about something. And if all you listen the time. To him, all, all the, the time. time. All the time. You know, he was powerful. a poet, man. He was a poet. Yes, sir. He was powerful. <laughs> it's still relevant. It's still, to the, the his lyrics are still relevant. Exactly. You, you got a lot of people sampling him now. A lot of people are digging in the crates and finding out about artists like that. In fact, I happened upon uh, his daughter's Instagram profile, and okay. she's finally coming out and doing some spoken word stuff, you know, and, you know, and letting, letting the public know, you know, their relationship that, you know, she is in fact his daughter. Right. But I see you have some, uh, like I say, I've been reading and Googling, but I see you have some uh, reggae influences too. Yes, sir. Peter Tosh. <laughs> yeah, Peter Tosh. Dennis Peter Brown. Tosh. Yeah. Yes, Dennis Brown, Mikey Jarrett, uh, uh, um, um, Junior Reed. But when it Junior comes Reed, to oh my God. Yes, yes. indeed. How about uh, Ross Michaels and his sons of Negus? You know, a lot of people don't hear about him, but before it was Bob Marley and anybody else, Ross Michaels and the Sons of Negus was the ones that made the Grammy first. And those guys were speaking about something that was very strong. Mm. But again, they look at rosters and they don't hear the rosters when they speak because all they're thinking is this about weed, yep. dreadlocks, and Bob Marley. But it's not. No, that's not what it's about at all. It's about the struggle. Exactly, it's about the struggles, about the culture, and that's what hip hop was. And the real hip hop, that's what it's about the culture, the struggle, the life that we live. It wasn't about what girl had the thongs on and the big booties and everything. It was about let's talk about what we need to do consciously as people to get together and join as one. Stop looking at each other, killing each other, hurting each other, bashing each other, instead of saying, I love you, brother. I appreciate you, brother. That's why I appreciate you so much because of what you are, your vibe that you feed off to me, that gave me the best vibe to say, you know what? This brother right here is positive. And I kept watching you and I kept watching you and I was like, I listen, I'm listening. I may not have said too much, you know, because sometimes I'll be recording, but I always throw a little headphone on top of my headphones when I'm recording. So I always did listen to you. It was always saying that was kind of weird of me putting two headphones on at the same time. <laughs> I, listen, <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of people too, man. I, I don't just listen to myself. You know, I listen to a lot of people, other different radio stations, different podcasts, because I'm, you know, I want to stay teachable. That's what it's all about for me, staying teachable. But and I'm glad know, to hear you. Go ahead. You know that song, I'm sorry, the facts don't play with it. One time I was listening to you on the radio and you was talking and I said you know what I went right to the digital planet song for some reason I went right to digital planet and I was listening to that bass line and I said you know what hmm let me do something and yeah. I made that song facts don't play with it on according to the way you are because oh, I said facts let me study it because I wanted to know more about this radio station I'm keep listening to and listening to and listening to. I'm like, this brother's playing some good, great music. And I'm like, wait a minute now. I got to stay on it. And it was weird for me to put 
headphones on listening to you and listening to me supposed to be recording at the same time. So when I came up with facts, play with it, you was talking. Really? Oh, <laughs> man. You know, I know you told me that I had inspired, you know, some of your work, but I didn't know it was that heavy. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. That's awesome. why your name is the number one. When I said thank to, I said Bush Rob Music Radio. You don't know a lot of stuff that you says and you do influence me even more to go stronger because I'm going to be honest with you. I got weak and I wanted to give it up. But I listen to you talk. I watch your page and everything, you, the music you put down. And every time you throw up, not even put up mine, it's other people's songs I listen to. It gives me to say, you know what? Let me stay in this game. Let me stay in this game. Because you know what? A brother like this one, I gotta, I can't let him down. And I'm I can't let other people stay, that need him. I'm glad yes, you sir. did stay. I'm glad you I did stay. I appreciate you. I really man. do. You just don't man. know how much you bless my life, brother. Well, I'm glad I to hear that. Because I go through depression. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm going to tell it. I went through depression hard. I went through chronic depression. After my mother passed away, April 3rd, 2006, I went through hard depression. I looked yes, at my sir. family like, can I talk to y'all? They didn't want to talk to me. They didn't want to hear me. It's like everybody like, I'm going to get away from you. I think you're crazy. I think something wrong with it. What's wrong with it? But what happened to the family love when you say, KK, here I am. Here's the shoulder. Let's talk. That's but when they need to listen to you. That's when they right. need to listen to you, when you're reaching out that way. But you was reaching out, and you gave me the inspiration. So you gave me that family vibe. So I kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And that's why I said, your name is first. And people don't know everybody's names that's on that album means something to me. You gave me the best inspiration ever, whether you knew it or not. But your vibe just helped me out. When I go through depression, I listen to your radio station. When I'm when I'm home, I listen to your radio station. When I'm relaxed, I listen to your radio station. I'm on you because I hear it. And it's an inspiration to me, whether you know it or not. So I'm going to say this publicly to everybody. I appreciate you from my heart. Oh, man, you, you're always welcome. And you you just what you just said motivates me to keep digging in the and cranking out some good stuff for people to listen to. Yes, you can't stop. Yes, sir. Because if you stop, I stop. And, and you don't know, you might be influenced a whole lot of people more than just me. Well, I hope <laughs> so, man. You know, independent artists, uh, like independent radio stations like like uh, mine, you know, we, we're in this together, man. You know, we, we, we're out here promoting each other's uh, craft. Amen. And this is in the internet is our way of, of people, man, across the world hearing our music. Just think about it. You know, you and I mm -hmm. wouldn't be talking tonight if we mm -hmm. hadn't met through the radio station. That's right. You know, it's just, it's, it's phenomenal, you know, the things that, that, that you can reach and, and attain through doing it, man. So don't, don't stop. Don't stop beating them skins. Don't stop at all. No, sir. I ain't going to stop now. I'm a, matter of fact, I'm going to go harder. <laughs> right. I got your new release uh, recently, too. Going back to the past. Is, uh, you say you've, you've been in the studio recently. So that's a studio production? That song right there is off the album. And I'm going to tell you, going back to the past, when I talk about that song, that's my past from River Park Towers, 229, Cedar okay. okay. Park. You know, that's where it's at. That past. Where it where all I'm started. It's always started. Going back to the past, from the foundation to the groundation. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I overstood. I overstood that one. Well, you... uh. You 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 uh you've been in the studio recently. Tell us about a little bit more anyway uh, about what a typical recording day is like. Do you do you do you crank out a, a, a track in one day? Does it take you a week? Does it take you months? It's like going back to the past. Is that something you've been holding on to and you just finally released it? You know, tell us about you know your recording 
progression? How do how do you how do you crank out a track? Well, what I do is, and this is honest to anybody that's listening. Listen, when I go into the studio, I go in there with zero, nothing on my mind. It's blanked. When I sit there with my producer, Mr. Adam Perez, when I sit with him, he look at me and said, what we doing? And I come in and, and when I sit in there, I look at him and I start bouncing. He, and I start hitting the bass line and just pop up. And he said, oh, I like that. And I get on the bass and I play it. And then he, we'll put it out there. And then we'll record. I only spend three hours in the studio. As long as I've been in the studio, it was five hours. And that was the first song that I did was um, KK Funk featuring Adam Perez. Five hours in the studio. And the only reason why it took that long because he was on the piano, kept playing. I kept saying, please do some more. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He was just killing it. He was just going in, and he was, I was like, you know what? We got to stop somewhere. <laughs> feeding off of each other, feeding off exactly. of each other. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful, man. I mean, just to get in the studio and just, you know, just brainstorm real easily because I give him my what I want, and I compose it real quickly. I don't like listening to other people's music. I don't like listening to people's music. Only time I listen to people's music when I'm on your station. When I'm not on your station, there is no music playing in the cars or nothing. I don't want to hear me. I don't care. If I do, it's be my own. Right, right, right. And I'm yeah. going to tell you one thing. I got a new song. I'm going to drop it to you. You're going to get it first before anybody and even before I put it on the radio or anything. Yes, sir. You're yes, going to get that song first. And I promise you, nobody else will have it on no station, nothing. You will get that song first. And I promise you, Let's that song it. right that song right there, this song I'm about to tell you, I can't say the name yet because I'm, I'm, I'm I, I was too excited because it ain't mixed down yet. But right, this song, right. you gonna really feel this one. <laughs> you got to put well, the dancing I, shoes. I'm gonna tell you on. You got to dance on this one. <laughs> well, I call, I call. I, I know you, you consider yourself a smooth jazz jazz artist, but I think what I like in a, a lot of your music too is what I used to call. Uh, psychedelic funk from back in the day, or uh, uh, jazz funk, uh, a combination of, of jazz and funk. And I can see you producing something that, you know, would kind of get people up on their feet. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Jazz funk. You know what? I like that. And, and truthfully, that's where I'm going to go. Jazz funk. You're right. But you listen, you know, if you listen to it, if you listen to it, man, that's that's what I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, overstate. That's 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 what it is. I mean, fundamentally. Is fundamentally. Oh <laughs> you know, yeah, it, the, the, the the beats, man, make you know, bring out the funk, you know. And yeah. and the rest of your production, <laughs> you know, whoever those credits go to, you know, that's the jazz. Myself. Adam Perez and Queens three are the minds to my music. That's it. That's it. That's it. Jazz funk. I like that, man. That's what like I'm going that? with. Jazz funk. Right. Yes, sir. You know, let it yes, marinate. Sir. I should have talked to you think way before it. then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think about it, you know. Yeah, because funky, I mean, though. you know, you know, genres are are really fluid nowadays, you know. Producers and, and artists are making, are crossing genres, you know, making what they like to make, and you know, they're being able to put it out to the people through radio stations like mine without having to wait on right. commercial people, you know, to accept it. I mean, you you know, man, that junk they play on a, on a, on the radio stations nowadays, you know, just regular FM, man. Half of that stuff, people have paid to get it played. It's not. It's not good. It's not good music. They no. actually pay DJs and promoters to play that stuff. Program. I don't want to say. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to say. You know what it really is, but you know, you know, the public is really not that uh, sophisticated musically anymore. I mean, right. you know, they just 
it, it doesn't take much to satisfy the public anymore. But having said that, <clears throat> we are our worst critics, I think. You know, those of us that produce music and, and really like good music, we'll hold stuff back because we don't think it's good enough. But, you know, somebody told me one day, put it out there. Let the people decide whether it's good enough. You're right. Yeah. Because, you, you know, know I, I did a, um, excuse me, cut you off. I did a, the EP. Um, like Breakfast and Head and KK, um, um, KK Nice and Easy, um, Epic, you know, when I did that EP, I was kind of confused because I don't know, I didn't know where I was going because when I did the music, it was like, I felt every different song, but it wasn't, it was like, I wanted to do pop. I wanted to, I was confused on what the music I wanted to do. And then I, and again, listening to you, jazz, playing the music, I said, you know what? I got to do something different than what I'm doing. It's not really me, you know? Right. I want right. to do it. I like doing it. I can prove to people I can do it. You know, I did a song with um, Rajanae called Alice Fantasy. Um, Adam, um, I did uh, Breakfast in Bed with uh, um, Anthony Saxtone and his brother, uh, UL... Uh, Leonis that's with Zap and um, it was just again it was not me because it wasn't no we didn't put no real instruments to it I'm gonna be honest with you it was just all electrical stuff going on so it wasn't got me you, got you. Mm -hmm. but the live music playing live music when you got the saxophones the keyboard the bass the guitar the electric the acoustic guitar the drums the bongos you got the instruments like you used to go to a concert back in the days and look at Commodores, Earth, Wind & Fire, James Brown. You got these people on stage that's really, I'm going to tell you, to watch Stevie Wonder live, Lord have mercy. His music is oh, awesome. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just ridiculous. His chords is just, it's just, it's just there. <laughs> he's the, uh, yeah, he's a genius. out of this world. Yeah, he's just a genius. He's a genius. He is, and that's why you don't. He doesn't really have to work a whole lot. That's why you don't see him out touring or you know, uh, actually performing. I mean, he he doesn't need the money anymore. You know, man, he's he's living off of off of royalties. But uh, yeah, you know, the he hunger for it. He when he does come out, that's when. That's why you can't hardly get him off the stage. <laughs> because he's, <laughs> he hasn't been out in a long time. You know, that man could sit somewhere and play all day, I'm sure. And, you know, I seen him at Nam play drums for my first time. when I, was I think he started out on drums when he, when yeah, he, he went did. to Motown. Yes, sir. And he was playing them drums. And actually, I found out that he did a lot of recording on his album, too, a little bit. He played a couple of drums on it. And I was looking at a video of him playing drums on stage. And uh, when I really? went to Nam, I seen Stevie Wonder. It's in the black and white video. I seen that one. And I went to Nam, and I seen Stevie Wonder on the drums. And I was like, "Wow, this man is—he's uh, nice. <laughs> yep. He's really nice." And then just to listen to him say, "You don't have to be too fancy. You don't have to get fancy. Don't be fancy. Don't just be play pocket and feel what you feel. And if you want to be a robot and you want to be programmed." Get a drum machine. That's what yep. you need. I didn't want to be a drum machine. And I heard that when he spoke. I was like, yeah, that's me. I'm a drummer. I'm a musician. Yeah. I play brass. I play trombone, bass. I play tuba, sousaphone, um, baritone. Oh, you enlightening us now, really. So I, I, I did the pause with the music because, again, when I went to CRS 229 in the Bronx and... um. This guy named Mark Buford was playing drums. And I was looking at him play drums. And this is the funniest story ever. I lied to my friend and told him I knew how to play drums. But the funny thing about it, the lie became a truth. Because my cousin, he was always teaching me how to play snare drum because he was into that marching band. And I wanted mm -hmm. to be that snare drum player. And he was, I mean, his rudiments was ridiculous because I would never see nobody play like him. 
And um, that's why I dedicated that song, um, Don't Play With It, to him, too. Um, but when I saw Mark Buford on the drum set and I told uh, one of my buddies, DJ Spice Nice, I said, hey, man, I want to play drums. He said, can you play? I said, yeah. He looked at me again and said, can you play? I said, yeah. And he looked at me again. He said, can you play? I hesitated. And I said, yeah, I can play. So the band was playing in school named Heartbreakers. And the guy was over there and walked the guitar. And he was like, um, Spice called him over and said, yo, in the middle of the show. He said, can you let him play? And Walt said, yeah, let him get on. Mark let me get on the drums. And my first time ever played, it became a battle. Because that was, me and that Mark was your audition. Yes, come in, in front of the whole school. Mark, Buford, and myself battled and that was a battle instead of they show it became to a battle mark passed some sticks to me the music teacher that was there named mr beasley he said i want to teach you something and i said what it is he said i can't teach you much but i want to teach you something the basics and i said why you can't teach me much he said because i believe you're already there but i want to teach you the basics so you will never fail and when he showed me them basics he quit he quit and left the school, and I became the student teacher of percussion. And my teacher, Mr. Cologne, he was kept me there from 8 o'clock in the morning. After school, I stayed there to 7 or 8 o'clock at night, just playing on drums, playing trombone, playing a tuba, playing a... I didn't touch the saxophone, so I ain't going to try to play sax, but the trumpet, I was on it because... um when I was with my family that's go to the church and, and um, they was, you know, they go to this church called United House of Prayer. And that's where they always playing brass. So I was like, wow, let me get into that brass. And I started, you know, trying to be like them and play that brass. And I was like, you know what? I'm my own one man band, like my uncle Wilbur. <laughs> you can be, it sounds like you can be, man, because with, with, uh, the, the way the software is and the DAWs now, you just lay a little bit at a time. And even if yeah. you got to loop some of it, you have yeah. got the fundamentals, man, to be a one-man band. You know who you remind me of as you talk? And I hate to compare people to, <laughs> you know, to other people, but uh, I'm sure you are familiar with Buddy Miles. Of course. Yeah, but you know, drummers have always going through some changes. Yes, down by the river, another yeah. funky drummer. <laughs> yeah, drummers have always impressed me with the ability to sing and play at the same time, just like piano players sing and play at the same time. Now, that might not sound uh, like something hard for you to be able to do. But for people who don't have coordination, that is a phenomenal feat to be able to to beat a drum and sing at the same time. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's just that's just you have to have an innate ability. That almost comes natural. It's not something that you learn. You just got to have it in you, man. Yeah, you have to because when you on that drum, and if you beat him. Oh, 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 oh. you got that in you. You know, you want to, you want to get some it. tools in there. You, you know, you you, you, you just hummed it. You just did. It. <laughs> you 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 just did it. I mean, everybody can't do that. <laughs> it's I a mean, blessing. You know, you're, you're on I... the one and you're on the upbeat <laughs> at the same time. You know, <laughs> that's what's up. And you know, it's so strange because people ask me. They say, oh. They said, man, yo, you, you funky. Because a lot of people, if you saw me live on the stage, they'd be like, man, you funky, man. I, I, you different. And a lot of, even when I would go into churches and play, they'd be like, yo, you so different. You don't play like nobody I've never heard before. And I said, you know why? Because I determined not to. I don't want to play like y'all because right. everybody sounds the same. I want to be me. And if I can't be me, I don't want to play. So, again, that's why I tell people, if you go into a studio and they put sheet music out there, that ain't you. That's them. So you might as well go get a drum machine because 
that's program. Yeah, you don't you don't have I can't I'm sitting here trying to think of a young artist, you know, who is making drumming, you know, his main instrument. I mean, you know, I I can't think of anybody uh lately, you know, not even in their 40s, you know, at this point who is playing drums, you know, as a lead artist. I mean, you know, last person I I remember that maybe played drums you know, and saying, you know, as a solo artist would be Phil Collins, man. I, I just can't think of anybody else now that I met you. Well, if you if you want to be truthfully, uh, I mean, Phil Collins was the man, a lefty drummer, and he sings just exactly. as good as he on them drums. Exactly. And that's why I watched. I watched him too. I watched Phil Collins. When he was singing, I can't feel it. Because a, a lot of people, when they play that song, they be like, get on the drums and play that. And I'll be like, why? Because you sound like him. No, I don't. They said, but you remind me of him. I don't. But you, no, I don't. That's Phil Collins. I'm KK. We two different people. That's what's Similar? Up. Might sound some same to That's you because I'm mimicking him. That's why it sounds like that. Because I'm mimicking him. I'm not being him, I'm mimicking him. Not I'm doing trying something. to be him. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just doing it because y'all want to hear that, so I'm not going to play overplay what he done. So if I'm doing do 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 go 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 do, if that's what he's doing, and I'm going, it's going to sound horrible because that's not how the song goes. You take away, and a lot of drummers takes away from the song with too much fills, right. too many. Feels, you know, not taking away from whoever, you know, all these Does big name yeah. guys, but too many feels hurts the song, whether they know it or not. They think it's dope because your band members say, oh, that's funky. But if you really sat back and listened to the song, you're like, wow, he's doing too much. It's noise. It turns into noise. Yeah, because you want all over the place. <laughs> it works for one person. It works for Who's one that? person, Aaron Spears. That's the only one it works for. He could do that because he does it with Usher. And if he plays anywhere else, he still do it. It works for him because they adjust to that. Who is that? Uh, Usher's drummer? Usher's drummer, Aaron Spears. Okay. You know, I don't know him, but when I think about it, I just thought about another drummer that's, that's a young man. Now that we're talking about that, and that's Anderson Park. Yeah. If if you go back and you listen to his tiny desk concert on NPR before he hooked up with uh, Bruno Mars, mm -hmm. you you can see that he's a drummer and a singer, a yeah. drummer and a singer, funky mm -hmm. as hell, funky as hell. But, you know, uh, I saw him playing the streets before, um, playing oh, drums. Really? Yeah, he was playing drums in the streets before singing. I seen him playing the drums in the streets, and um, Eric Eric Hernandez was Bruno Mars drummers as well, and he's from Brooklyn. He he's excellent too, but that's not his. He's not doing it like making it. He's the artist, right? When, right. when you listen to people drummers and they say, and this is why I say I wanted to be different. Because when you listen to a drummer CD, he's going to play with a band, but he's also going to shine a lot. Now, me, because I'm putting myself in that jazz section, I have to make sure I want to be me. So by me playing those drums, and if I want to sing and I play the bass guitar, I'm being me because it's my music and it's the way I want it. And I'm going to do it my way without being told you have to do it that way. I think my music, and I'm quite sure I feel my music is just as greater than whoever's number one on any charts. Yes. Yes. Because I heard you say you listen to yourself a lot. And what that suggests to me is right. that you're perfecting your craft. You you are always making it better. 
always making it better. And that's and, and, and I can appreciate people that do that. You know, listen to yourself because you can always find something that you can do better. If you if you're listening critically. If you're listening critically. And you know, I, I listened to a critic and he told me on the, the song I was talking about, the uh, facts don't play with it. He said, um, I was noticing the way you play the drums and he said, Why did you play it like that? Like, you know, you you lacked on it. I was like, no, I didn't. I said, to you, it may sound like going to me. I like the way I did it. Because what I did, something that you ain't paying attention to. If you listen to the licks with a hip-hop funk beat, jazz licks on the snare drum. That's why I didn't do much of nothing, because I was playing, trying to keep a jazz-type snare lick on my beats. My feels is jazz with that keeping that still funk beat, which is a lot of drummers I see can't do that. They play the jazz beat and they stay on the jazz. But to get into the funk beat and hit that jazz on there, I haven't seen too many do that. It's that that beat, man, is what makes the listener keep listening, I think. Yes, sir. The everyday listener anyway. That's the first thing uh, they say, the beat. (laughs) The beat, yeah, that's what they hear. That's what they hear. You know, the rest of the song is for really the musicians and the critics. But yes, uh, and, and the stuff you make for yourself. I mean, everything is not meant to be commercial. You know, musicians don't always make commercial music. They just want to make good music. They want music but, uh, that people can hear. Yeah. And, and enjoy. And people that can hear and it, it has some, some, uh, some lasting impact man you know the way the way we crank our music in this day and time you know two minutes two and a half minutes long you know six months later we forgot about that beat you know what i'm saying we on to the next one on to the next one but brother kk (laughs) i want to want to give you a chance to tell our listening audience how we stay uh, in contact with your music your your social media profiles you want to Go ahead and tell people how to follow you on social media and what your web page is if you have one. I have um on Instagram you can follow me at I am KK the Drummer. On Facebook you can follow me as KK the Drummer. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple. I'm on iTunes. I'm on everything that you can possibly find. I'm on everything. Um, KK the Drummer. Uh, the website is being uh, reconstructed, but it will be under KK the Drummer. I'm keeping my name. I ain't changing my name. I'm going to be who I am because I love being KK. <laughs> well, that that keeps it simple across the various platforms. That way people don't have to look for a different name just because they're, they're going from iTunes or Spotify. Everything's going to be KK the Drummer. And I know you mentioned earlier that you are hoping to have some gigs coming up. Will will that be on the East Coast or somewhere else? Well, that's going to be in um, New York, um, Brooklyn. Um, I'm being in Delancey Street in Manhattan. And I'm going to be floating a little bit more. I'm working on some more, uh, getting some more places to perform because a lot of people saying that, uh, which is kind of, you know, I agree with 50-50. You know, some of the band members, they don't want to take the shot. You know, they mm. feel that they don't need to take the shot. And then you have some band members say, we take the shot, and then we go into the I club. They say, everybody you. don't have a shot, we can't go on stage. So that's where I've been heard at. I, so I have see. To, you know, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to take the band members that I do have, you know, because they are excellent because I could improv with them anytime and we are always on point. So why would I take away from that? So if I feel that I can go ahead and shoot me some videos and, you know, do live performance for the people. And that's what I'm going to be doing too. And I'm working on a movie um, for myself. So I'm going to be doing- You mean like home- live live streams instead yes, of- Yes, live streams. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. So people can see us play live and, you know, that's going to be coming soon. And I'm working on a movie for every last song on going back to the past, I'm gonna make it as a movie instead of people seeing a video then stop 
I'm going to give them something different. You know, just watch the whole movie, but them songs will be played and it'll be the video and then going right to the next episode, blah, blah, blah. So I'm oh, working wow. on that. Okay. That'll be, that'll be interesting, KK. That'll yeah, it wouldn't be a different. And when I get yeah. ready to get the stuff together, I um once everything gets finalized, I hope and pray that uh you be in it. <laughs> well, I, I that's a, that's a heck of an invite, and you know I'll do what I can to assist in in, in, in reposting and promoting you the way I, that I've been doing, man. Because I, I dig your music, and uh, I hope you you are successful with these new projects that you're coming up because it sounds like a lot of that's going to go into 2022. So you're going to yeah. be keeping busy and we're going to be sure and follow you across the various social media platforms. And I'm just looking at my time, man. We've been chatting 51 minutes. Can you believe it? Wow. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. yeah, it was. I really enjoyed talking with you. And, and I, I know I, you. it's a pleasure because I've been trying to, you know, me and you talking to each other on Instagram and, you know, we hitting each other, you know, and I, and I can say, listeners, please, please tell your friends, tell everybody, listen to Bush Rob Radio. Trust and believe you will enjoy the music. The vibe is awesome. It's phenomenal. It's out this world. Take your time out. Tell somebody. Share it. Not for me. Do it because the love of what this brother is doing to supply everyone with some beautiful music from independent artists to major artists. This brother is doing it. And everybody out there, make sure you follow Bush Raw Music Radio. Please. That's my number one station in the world. That's my my favorite. That's the favorite brother right there. I love him to death and I appreciate it. Everything y'all got to follow this brother. Tell your friends all over the world. Let's let what I keep saying the number one radio station. That's what I keep saying to him. And I want y'all to help me make him and keep him to be that number one. And we're gonna be sure that we put this this episode out there for everybody to get that message, KK. And uh, I'm so humble for you to to say that to our listening audience. I'll never forget you, man, brother. I'll never forget you. Thanks again for the merch. I will be wearing my merch online and you'll get a chance to repost me. Is there anything you want to say with us in closing? What's that? I'm going to send you the CD too. Sounds good, man, because I want to see that that cover you were telling me about, that liner work. Oh yes, sir. You were, that you were telling me about <laughs> definitely. I gotta have that man. I gotta have that framed for yeah, sure. That's number one. That's number one on top. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But with that in mind, unless it's something else you want to uh, tell the audience, we'll get ready to close. And this this episode, everybody will be coming to a podcast near you. Uh, if you're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, listen to KK, the drummer, and myself chop it up uh, in publication real, real soon. Thanks again, man, for chatting with us. We've learned a lot about you and what you intend to be doing coming into 2022. And let's do this after some of those projects hit the hit the works and, and become public will you come back and do this again with us of course anytime any anything you need from me brother i'm there for you Sounds you ain't got good. to blink an eye twice and wonder if i'm i'm there if you need me to come out there i'm there whatever you need i'm there for you i'll be Trust hitting me. you up i'll be hitting you up thanks again my brother for taking time out of your business schedule to sit and chat with us thank you and it's a blessing to speak to you and it's a real great honor and I really 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 enjoyed this and it was a blessing I mean a real big blessing I'm I'm in cheese world right now <laughs> same here same here. feeling is mutual and I'll be in touch man with you with the links on this project I'll be getting back with you on that yes sir take care thank you bless all on. right later This is KK the drummer. When I'm home, 
I'm logging on to Bush Rob Radio, the number one station in the world.